Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Gosh, you guys, one of the fabulous stars of Real Housewives of Orange County is here, Gina. Oh my god, my girl, Gina, you look okay. You're so amazing. I'm thrilled to have you here. I can't wait for you to just keep speaking your truth even more. But before we started, we were talking BravoCon, and my question: Are you? Have you? Do you feel like you've recovered from BravoCon? No, I think it takes a really long time for me to recover from BravoCon. Like the first, and the thing that's wild is, and I look back now and I'm like, how did we even do that? Because the previous year we attended BravoCon after our Montana trip, right before our Mexico trip, when we were actively filming that season that you just watched. So that was like insane bananas. And then this go around, it, I only had BravoCon, but I'm still exhausted. Like it's in the best ways, like in the best ways. But like we were just saying, you know, it is not easy. Honestly, just looking like that for three days is a challenge. You know, I'm like, I really am. I look mostly homeless in real life, you know, and you even <laughs> see it on the show. Like I don't care always, you know, cause it just is what it is. So to maintain that level of having your shit togetherness for three days straight is exhausting for me. Oh, you look so great. And I, I was telling you, it was my first BravoCon. And I guess, yeah. I don't know if I, 
I don't know what expectation I had. I did not expect it to be as organized as on time and I guess as joyful, you know, as yeah, I, as it was. That's awesome. Because well, I feel for you guys, right? Because you do have all these keyboard warriors all year long. I mean, people every let's say everything about you, right? I mean, all this shit about yeah. you, your kids, your family, should you be on the show or not, right? Yeah. And then you go to BravoCon and every single of the 10,000 fans that are there I mean, people are like obsessed with you guys. They they yeah. love you. They know everything about you. So it's how did that feel from your point of view? I was blown away. I was blown away. I mean, people yeah. do ask shady questions, but I kind of enjoyed them. It's part of it. Yeah, yeah it's part of it. <laughs> Honestly, I I wish, even though it is like exhausting, I, I kept telling fans, I'm like, I would do. I wish this was my full time job. I would show up here once every other week and do this and give everybody hugs and, you know, standing up there and having everybody tell you how amazing and beautiful and how you've affected their life. Like, that's not a bad gig, you know, and to be treated like a rock star for a weekend. I mean, who else has this life? So I just am very grateful and thankful for it. Um, And yeah, you're right. It's like. But I, I don't get as affected from the social media, but I understand what you're saying. Like, it's all a toilet, right? And <laughs> it's basically like, yeah. yeah, just, I'm just like, wow, you guys like really hate me. Like, you know, and, and now I think, and then it's so um, finicky, like they ebb and flow. They love you. They hate you. Da, da, da. But yeah, there is a lot of hate online, but I'm very aware of the fact that that is not the, those aren't the true fans. That's not the true representation of the people who watch us and love us from home. And I know it's more of just like the normal, the moms, the girlfriends, there's mothers and daughters there. They watch the show together at home. They're not on Instagram after the show, like, you're a moron. I hate you. You know, they just watch it and it's their thing and girlfriends, they love it and they can't get it off of it. And you're supposed to have opinions on it either way. It's fine. So to come there and to have a weekend of like the true fans just pouring their love all over you. And like, honestly, they're having so much fun. Yeah, yeah. And it is like so cool to be a part of a thing that is this machine of Bravo. Honestly, even just to be a cog in the wheel is really cool for me. So I'm like happy to be there. I, I love it. I love, I love content. I'm a toucher. So I'm hugging all these people. I'm pretty sure I came on with a cold. I don't give a shit, you know, like, because I'm just like here for it. You could feel the love coming off of them. It it recharges your batteries, even though it's physically draining. Yeah, it's emotionally recharging. And I think that's the cool thing about it. And it's just cool to bring all of these people in the same room. I love watching like the fans that show up and like it'll be this girl group and then that girl group and they're like bonding over stuff like people make friends there. It's really cool. It's like a whole thing. Well, I went by myself and that's one of the things I told all my listeners. I'm like, go next year by yourself because you will meet a friend. Everybody you sit down next to. You're really so busy going to all these panels that by the end of the night, I I mean, if you meet up with a girlfriend for drinks, like maybe. And then, you know, of course, I went to the Bravos Awards, which you you guys all did a great job. I mean, but there's so much going on. You meet strangers. That's the thing I loved about it is the world is so heavy. And I thought, wow, BravoCon like really brought so much joy to thousands of people. They were so happy. They're so happy. And I have to give it up, honestly, to um, 
Sorry, I should have do not disturb my phone. I know, you're and right. I didn't. Hold on. Let me I just know. do that. I'm like, oh wait, I'm she had worst. an incoming phone call. Hold on. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. No, no. It's Tatiana, of course, my best day, always. Um, let me see if I could just make that no way. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean it is, it's a phenomenon yeah. to say the least. And yeah, I agree. You can totally go by yourself. You will make friends. Like it's yeah. not even a question of it. It's like, it's just I can't even describe it to people like how, and honestly, like two of my girlfriends, one of my best girlfriends, Sarah was there. Cause we get like a small, I actually wish we got more. We get a very small amount of tickets to give to friends or whatever. That's great. But like though. my other friend, Lisa is like such a Bravo fan. Like she, like my one friend, Sarah is there to support you, me and like, you know, whatever. And she thinks it's cool and stuff, but like, she's there for me. My friend, Lisa, like this was like the time of her freaking life like she's in pictures with all these people it, she had so much fun you know the true fans it really is a community a unique community of people and you can't really understand it unless you're part of that community and i'm like really thankful to be part of that community it's pretty cool i don't blame you i think you have a great attitude about it and i, I was blown away i mean i actually realized two more of the genius that is andy cohen like how he is able to answer all kinds of questions he's just He's very, very good at what he does. Like, I, 100%. I like, this yeah. man is a master, a master. Um, I think he does a good job, Andy, of, like, being the host and kind of, like, the father of the franchises, you know? But also, I what I like about Andy is he isn't perfect, and he kind of does, like, he's, he's okay with showing who he is a little bit, being a little vulnerable with who he is, and I think that's what makes him very lovable. Like, a lot of hosts and people, they're good hosts, and they're charming, and they're funny and everything, but they don't really expose themselves that much. And I think that's really cool of Andy, like, he is his own character in his own right because he shows everybody who he is in addition to just being like so lovable and like an awesome host. Look, he has a hard line to walk, right? Of, yeah. of this executive producer who helped create this just, you know, monster franchise and then also himself became famous and personable. And, yeah. and so he has to sort of like, I thought he was genius when, when people would ask him whatever, reality reckoning questions or Bethany questions. I mean, he just, he's so media trained, but I don't not, he doesn't come off, I don't think like phony. I, I feel like he's, being it's as genuine. truthful as yeah. he can be yeah well I'm curious like how are you and Andy because you guys had that moment you know on watch yeah. what happens live where he said basically and I loved your response to it um where you know he shaded you and saying that you know whoever on OC sold their house you would get the least amount of money and you came on and you're yeah. like you know by the way that hurt because I'm a single mom I'm the only w one of the few women that owns their homes outright by myself okay then he apologized, but I mean, were you guys good before BravoCon? Did you ever have a conversation or was that like the first time you'd seen him? So, okay. So I will be very open and honest and candid for you, Sarah, about this situation. I, so yeah, it hurt my feelings. You know, that hurt my feelings when I saw that. And I don't see a lot and I, someone had sent it to me and I, and I was like, wow, that was, that was hurtful because yeah. I do have a relationship with Andy and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like we're best. I'm not Sarah Jessica Parker. You know what I mean? We're not besties, <laughs> but I have, I have known Andy Cohen for six years. And I think for me personally, the bottom line of that whole situation was that people should understand 
I did that because I feel that I have a close enough relationship with Andy that I can vocalize when I'm upset by something or something he did felt out of bounds or hurtful to me. And I know him enough to know that he's going to do the right thing and respond correctly because he does give a shit about me. You know what I mean? And like, for me personally, if it's somebody that I know they're just not a good person or I don't really care, it only affects me when I care about that person. You know, so I wouldn't even have said anything if it was anybody that I didn't really care about, but I care about him, you know, and I can tell you right now, I think I put that out there in the evening. It was just like a knee jerk. I don't like this. This doesn't feel good. I have to release this. I released it in the evening of whatever day that was. He's on the East Coast. I woke up to a text message from Andy Cohen that said, I'm very sorry for what I said, you are, were completely right. I was out of line and I've already also publicly apologized on my radio show. And that was it. That's all we needed. You know what I mean? And, yeah. but that, that like, I do feel bad about it because I really haven't had the opportunity to address that so much. And I think it, I want to highlight that because that says more about Andy Cohen to me than him misstepping or going out of bounds or saying something that hurt my feelings. Cause that to me is, why I respect him. And I expected that from him because I respect him because I think I know who he is and he proved he is who I think he is. Like for me, it's always, we all make mistakes, but how do you respond to those mistakes? How are you gonna handle them? And that's who Andy Cohen is. He's not perfect, but he takes responsibility for his missteps and he apologizes where he needs to and we all move on. And then when I saw him at, uh, it was the Bravos where I first saw him. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. It was a little bit. I, I was still, <laughs> even though I knew he did all the right things or whatever, I, it still is at the end of the day. I'm like, oh, it still is Andy, you know? And I was like, oh, do I feel uncomfortable? Don't I feel uncomfortable? He just came right up to me and gave me a kiss hello and said, I look beautiful. And we moved on, you know? So I, there's nothing there. It's hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. 
Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. But I I do feel the need to that it's important to defend myself and to put it out there and I am sort of getting sick of this narrative like the job is to share your real true life and I feel like I've always done that and I live in a very beautiful place and I have done it all on my own and so I'm getting kind of tired of this narrative that I don't have it like that or whatever when I'm just not afraid to truly show my real life situations. Yeah. I mean, that's, I hear that from a lot of the women, obviously, Candace Dillard Bassett, I'm, I'm friends with, she's been on this podcast multiple times. And that's always been her thing is that there are women on each cast that really show up and are super transparent. And there are others that aren't. And it's really yeah. frustrating, you know? Um, and it seems like you and Emily I feel like you guys do put your lives out there, but do, I mean, yeah. okay. Do you feel like some of the other women and more of the OG women, like pick and choose what they put out? I mean, or, or do well, you I feel think like it's no surprise. You guys watched the whole season of Shannon walking literally. I mean, I don't have to tell you this. You watched it every time it circles around her real life. She walks off camera, you know, and refuses to do it. And I think that that, has been very difficult for us as a cast of women. Look, I'm not here to like expose people's whatever they don't want exposed, but there's a problem when you're talking about things openly off camera to castmates, to production, and then you want us all to pretend and hide those things. If you don't want to discuss something and you don't want something out because it really is that personal to you, just don't tell anybody because then you're re that is your reality. Your reality is you have something that you're not comfortable talking about because you're not talking to anybody about it. But if you have something that you're comfortable talking about to everybody around you, just not on camera, it's not fair. You're not doing your job, you know? And, and, and why do we have to talk about all of these uncomfortable things? You know, it does. It's like, okay, but I'm over here crying on camera 
being triggered from stuff from my pay. Like that is so embarrassing. You know what I mean? And I, it's great that that's helped people and I understand whatever, but I watch that and that is like, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. This is like my real shit, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's so uncomfortable. Like it's so weird that like, you know, my personal stuff, but I know I, feel I like made I know a you. commitment, right? It's like, what's in your closet? Can I know, you know, but, <sighs> but I, but, yeah. but it is what it is. It's a part of our job. And so it isn't fair when you feel like you're sharing more than other women. What sure. do you, okay. Are you specifically referring to like Shannon and John? Like, do you feel like she just withheld so much about John? I mean, there's obviously that scene where the Trace Amigas get back together this past season. She goes off camera because her relationship immediately would be over with him. And, you know, I mean, are you kind of, are you feeling like there was so much more there? She just wouldn't disclose. And it was very frustrating. Yeah, it's so frustrating. And it's like, we all know what that situation is because, and it's so confusing because it's like, she's like attacking us and saying she's never talked to us when we're like, ah, uh, we have the the phone calls and the, the, and you know, and we know the things that you have said to us. And then I like, so I just didn't even understand how she could be going with that lead. But then I think for me, it's the also her drinking and I and I think that for me I put it together at some point that like I don't think she really even fully is aware of all of the things that she says to us regarding her personal matters and that's why she's so you know adamant that she never talks to us about it because I just don't think she remembers a lot of it I, you know I mean just like yeah. she didn't remember the comment that she made it was an egregious comment that she made about my children she I believe that she didn't remember saying that because she was drinking yeah yeah that to me is a problem you're the first person of course everybody wanted all your thoughts after her DUI arrest and you've I think you've taken the high road I mean you've commented I mean, of course everybody BravoCon they asked you again you know and and you've said that you're open to having a conversation with Shannon um did you guys ever get a moment at BravoCon like ha has it because from all the clips I saw, it sounded like you still wanted to, but like you two hadn't. Have you and Shannon like had any combos, the two of you? Yeah, but nothing that's like substantial. Like I was very nervous going into BravoCon because I didn't even know. I was like, is it even appropriate for her to be there? Like, are we going to look like we're supporting something that shouldn't be supported? Like there were, is this good or bad for her? Like there were so many things going on in my head and knowing that I'm the person that was most directly related to this situation with her. I knew that people were going to be asking me stuff and I don't want to make it I don't want it to be uncomfortable for me and I don't want to make it worse for her, but I also don't want to, I, I, I have a hard time being full of shit, you know? Yeah. So it, it's, it's tough for me. So I was nervous going into that and I didn't know on her side of it, how she was going to feel about it. So I know for me personally, before we went out to our panel is the first time I had actually, we ripped the bandaid off quick. Cause I didn't even know she was on our flight. And then she was at the airport and I was like, Oh. Well, but I didn't even have time to like think about it. And she came up to me and she gave me a hug, said hello. So I was like, okay, I guess that's where we're at, you know? And then didn't see her again. And then I saw her before the panel and I took her aside and I said, Shannon, I just want to let you know, I'm not here to make this worse for you. I want this to be fun. This is a, a weekend to celebrate the fans and da, da, da. But like, she kind of like just, she was like, oh, of course, and like smiling and da-da-da-da-da. It, it seems to me that right now she's just very in her own head doing like what, I guess, whatever it is. Like she's just too in it in, with her own stuff mm. to even like 
consider me at this moment. Okay. That's how I feel. Knowing her and filming with her all these years, I mean, do you believe that John is the catalyst for this like kind of DUI meltdown or do you think it's her drinking? Because, you know, she's had her friends, Jeff Lewis, come out. They all say she doesn't have a drinking problem. Um, I mean, I, it's her drinking. And I'm not going to say it's not because like – I'm saying that because I'm somebody who went through that experience and I will never blame the mistake that I made on anybody else. That, that, that could have been because of this or that or that, but it's not, it's because of my choices that I decided to make, you know? So there, there are there contributing factors to why, perhaps you're drinking more, you're a little out of control or whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you make the choice to get in that vehicle and drive that car. And and it is what it is. Like there is no getting around that there's contributing factors and there's reasons why things, you know, build up and they happen the way they happen. You could tell that story, but at the end of the day, you're a grown ass woman and you got in that car. Yeah. I mean, when you heard that, did you think she would enter rehab? I hoped. Mm. and what was what was your take at BravoCon because I was one I was at one of the Ask Andy's and a fan stood up and said what asked Andy and said why do you think that people like Shannon all weekend long people were so thrilled to see her got so much praise um you know Teresa Judice spent time in jail went along with crimes that her husband did and yet Tom Sandoval is like booed, you know, like they will not for they will not forgive Tom Sandoval. The fan was like, what's don't you think that's odd? I mean, okay, you you're a co-star with her. I mean, do you feel like she should be getting more shit? Do you not wish that on someone? Like, what was your take over the weekend? Um, what did Andy say? No, he kind of agreed with the fan. He's like, yeah, he's like, I've been friends with Tom Sandoval for a decade. I've known Tom. Everybody makes mistakes. And he said, yeah, it's Andy basically said it is strange to him how some fa- how some of you guys get more shit than others. Like it just. Yeah. There's like, no rhyme I or reason. That, yeah. I think that like Tom Sandoval is getting appropriate hate for the crime that he committed against another one of their beloved stars. You know what I mean? That's right. like and and like because listen, the same stuff happened to me and they're not try I'm not on every commercial in the world and I had three kids and the same situ- the same thing happened to me you know so yeah. we definitely do also celebrate certain people who are victims of things more so than we do others you know but it's just what it is people have been watching that relationship since the very beginning they're they know both of these people they're very attached to both of these people um so I think that that was why and I think also like knowing what you know and then going back and watching the season from that perspective is very different I think that had we got through and then Shannon had happened what happened drove into that house or whatever and just started watching the season everybody would have been watching with very different eyes right Mm -hmm. and maybe that's a part of it but yeah I don't I don't know maybe people just really are excited and you know, they don't, they, they just wanted to celebrate the weekend. And it was like the, you know, I think it's lucky that the spirit and the essence of that weekend is so positive. Um, I also think that, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know that is, it's weird to me that that was the, I mean, sentiment there. 
know, I you, don't know. You want to give everybody grace. I mean, that that DUI was just so strange. I mean, getting out, pretending you're like walking your dog, you've hit a house. I mean, I don't know. It's just, you know what but I mean? By the way, I did not do any of that. I just want to be clear. I was like, I committed one crime that was similar, but not all of those. I mean, look, she, she was like double, almost triple the legal limit. I mean, she was at blackout state. You know, for, by the grace of God, she didn't kill herself or kill somebody else. I mean, I know it's and like, look, the thing is, I can just say that 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 they say, you know, that that level to which you're drinking is indicative of somebody who has a problem. Everybody can say it. I think these women on this cast have been saying it for like, what, nine years now. But if somebody doesn't want to look at it and they don't want to deal with it, they have the right to not look at it and not deal with it, you know? So I, I, I don't have much to say about that, except where I was at in my life, I knew I needed to make a change because I was uncomfortable with where my life was going. And I felt like alcohol was something that was really getting in my way. And when I first got the DUI, I don't think I was ready to look at any of that. Um, it's also different because, you know, I that was never my thing on the show. I've never been accused of any of that. My castmates, if you ask them, they don't ever, they didn't feel like I had a drinking problem. I don't identify as an alcoholic, but it was not good for me. And it was, it's look, it's an addictive substance. Like, why are we all sitting here pretending like it's yeah. not doing its job? Like, yeah it's designed to be, make you addicted, right? It's like, so for me, I was like, oh, this is getting, I'm getting over the hump of where I don't like and I need to pull it back. And I'm really not a good, I'm not good at um, like balance, limiting those kinds of things. I'm yeah. just not. The moderation is hard. Like it's, it's, it's hard. It starts out well, but then, you know. It's so yeah. fun. Yeah, it's so, exactly. It's so it fun. Is, it's right? like, it is, it is. It's not. And most people are more fun when they're tipsy and drunk and the whole situation is fine. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, yeah, it just, it never gets better. It really doesn't. It's very hard to regulate. Wait, so what's your yeah. status now? Are you not drinking at all? Or are you? Yeah, no, I haven't oh, had wow. a, I haven't drank in two years, almost two years. Wow. What are we in November? Yeah. So like the end of this month will be two years. Oh my but God. like, I don't like, okay. So like, um. Like Travis had a has an alcohol company called Goodbev, and I they're like Capri Suns for adults. Like oh, yeah, yeah. He he was doing like a a tester like a test on it, and he was freezing one to see if it would freeze. Well, I took a little sample of that because they wanted to see if it you know for him. We went to Cambria recently, you know, wine country up here, and I did the swish and spit in the bucket. Sure. Which you would think is is gross, but it was also like really fun. Like you know what I mean? I like I could I don't, but I I could have, you know, if I'm cheersing with Heather DeBro, I'll I could have a sip of champs and it's not a big deal. But I don't. But like to me, just knowing and telling myself that I can do all those things makes me comfortable about the situation I'm in. And I think everybody's sobriety is different, right? That's why I don't push. This, I'm not trying to drive the sober train. I just think that everybody should do what is good for them and maybe not do the things that are bad for them. And yeah. to me, when I see Shannon and her drinking, I think that it's only contributing bad things to her life. 
And so being somebody who has eliminated that and seen, I've seen a lot of positive momentum. My take on it is, why don't you just try that? I mean, yeah. What do you have to lose? And if you're not an alcoholic and you don't have a problem with drinking, it should be very easy to simply just stop drinking for a bit. I mean, it will be interesting to see. You know, it's only been, whatever, a month or so. So I, I... My guess is maybe she's sober now. I don't know. She, I know she has to complete some programs and things like that. But, well, do you think she's sober now? I don't have any. I have not had any. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> just, just asking the obvious. <laughs> okay, okay. Go on. Sounds like maybe we're not talk sure. To her, I have. I don't. So this is not information that I know directly from myself. So you know, I don't. I don't know whether to verify it or not. But I've heard that. I don't think she's said. Has she's not said that she's not drinking? Right. Uh, as far as I know, too. Yeah, she hasn't. Gina, I would ask her that question. If she's down at that damn quiet woman, how she, <laughs> she will not be. She will not be. She's not that crazy. She's not going to be, she's not going to be outed. I'll tell you that much, you know, but I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it's hard for me because I don't like speaking to things that I've heard through other people, you know, and I don't know that directly, but I would be very curious first. I was shocked that nobody just point blank asked her that at BravoCon. I am too. To your point, I have not heard her say she is not drinking. I mean, she's had these programs that she, you know, she's a part of apparently a wellness program that's like addressing a multitude of things, including alcohol, but it doesn't sound like it's a sobriety program. Right. She's been ordered, I think, to go through like an an addiction um, or like whatever day, like counseling for addiction, I think, is part of her sentencing. I'm sure. And she'll have to go to AA, I'm sure. Yeah. I, okay, one final question on this. If you and Shannon do ever have a moment like where you actually sit down and it's a real conversation, like what do you hope she says to you? I mean, I'm sorry. It would be nice. <laughs> like a genuine apology. Like that's the problem though. I don't think I've ever really sat down with Shannon and had a real, what I would identify as a real genuine conversation. Like I don't even know really what that looks like or feels like. And I don't feel like I'm ever even on her priority list. Like, I think she thinks this is all over. I think she thinks that we've put all our stuff to bed. Or honestly, I just don't, I don't think she cares. Like, she, how many times did she tell me at the reunion that she simply doesn't like me? And I'm like, you don't like, you don't even know my kids' names, but you know you don't like me? Like, I don't even understand that. Like, you've never even given me an opportunity to see who I am as a person before saying you don't like me, you know? So how do you get to that place. I just think she avoids me because I think I think that she knows that I'm like the mirror. I was thinking this, I, I was gonna say that too. Yeah. I wonder if you're sort of a mirror to her in so many ways. Yeah. And I think she she feels uncomfortable around that. It's very obvious, you know, and 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 to a certain extent, like I don't even I understand that and I don't even really truly blame her for that because I get it, but I'm also just tired of being like a victim of that. Yeah, right, because she seems to direct a lot of her anger, frustration on you. You are, yeah, you're her target. Yeah, um, yeah. even when I'm actively trying to stay out of her way, you know, yeah. and like I'm done with that. So it's like very, I think everybody understands that, look, I've always had, res- I've been respectful 
and I tread as lightly as I can around some of these bigger issues. But that the days of me not speaking my mind clearly are over. Like, if that happens again, you will get reunion, Gina, for the whole year because I'm sick of it, you know, and it's not right what happened there. And it's certainly not right to my children and it's not going to be tolerated. Like, it's just not. Oh, yeah. I don't blame you. I'm a mom too. Like, as a mama bear, yeah. no way, you know. I can't. Yeah. Um, I've heard you on your podcast talk about Vicky. You like Vicky. Um, I do like Vicky. <laughs> well, well, wait, wait. We want inside info here. What You know, Vicky has said it's all or nothing. She's coming back next season as a full-time cast member or she ain't coming back at all. Yeah. I mean, what? Okay, do you want her to come back? Um, okay, so <laughs> I, I, I think, uh, well, here's the thing. I genuinely feel this way. And I don't understand why Vicky doesn't feel this way. I feel like she has, you know, obviously paved the way. She is an icon and everything. She celebrated the Bravos. Like, why does she want to be a full-time? It's it's mm -hmm. not easy to be a full-time cast member, you know? It's a ton of work. You got to get in it with everybody. You got to expose all your stuff. I feel that she has earned the right to just sprinkle herself in where she wants to. And like, I think that's brilliant. And I, I love that for our cast. Cause I think she's hysterical and I love that for her. I mean, she came in last season, she created a problem in Mexico. She's like talking about Jen Petrati. She doesn't even know the girl. She's amazing. Then she drops a bomb that she gets happy ending diddled was my favorite part of the hands down the entire year of filming. I'm not joking. I wouldn't stop talking about that. I'm like, why aren't we talking about this more? Like, this is the oh best God. shit that's ever happened to me. I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of what was actually happening. And oh my God, I love Vicky for that. But it's like, then I think then then she got really upset at one point when we were all kind of fighting there at the end and Heather was upset. And she was like, it's too much. It's too much. And I feel like maybe she blocked that out because she did have a moment where she she recognized the fact that she doesn't want to be in that kind of in the trenches like that with everybody. It's a lot. You know, it's very emotional. And I. Okay, so but don't you, her. don't you think that people get addicted to it? To your point, like the fame of Bravo, what you experience. I mean, don't you think Vicky being the OG of the OC and the OG really of, I mean, one of the originators of this whole thing. I mean, don't you think she loves the fame? Like she loves the attention. That's why. Yeah, I do. But like, I, I, if I was her, like, why don't they just make her like a host of something or, you know mm. what I mean? Like you earn your kind of like, yeah. you earn your stripes. Like now face and it's like, a professional athlete and then they go and they're they're a moderator on ESPN or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I think she's should graduate to the next phase. I don't know what it is, but it seems appropriate for me. Honor, respect her, yes, but it almost feels to me like it's beneath her a little bit. That's an <laughs> you know interesting I mean? take. That's an yeah. interesting take. That's truly how I feel. And I know she's probably gonna be mad at me feeling that way but I do it's coming out of a place of respect for her you know and I love it when she comes in and she sprinkles in because I think she's hysterical and if I'm laughing everybody else must be laughing too you know so I think she's great freaking tv I just think she paid her dues and she should try to find a way to 
be a part of it, but in the next phase that she's earned. Yeah. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller-driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Um, I don't know. I think she's coming back next season with you girls. <laughs> I mean, back. listen, if she is, I she I, I would be happy to have her. Like, I don't ever – and I'm happy to have everybody. Like, to me, it's like even the Shannons, like, well, you really just – like, you you need to have the yin and the yang. Yeah, so, good point. You know, I'm not a player that's like – I don't play that cutthroat island. Like, I don't think we're on Survivor. I don't need to get people out. I don't believe anybody could take my job except, you know, if – I think I'm the only one who controls whether I have this job or not. Oh my God, you have such a great attitude. How did you get this? How did you get this philosophy? And like, I, you just, I love your confidence. And I do feel like you are one of the few housewives, I think, that doesn't internalize all this stuff all the time. How, okay, is it therapy? Is it just the way you grew up? Like, what do you yeah. credit it to? It's just who I am. It really is just who I am. And I think that it's interesting to me because I just think that viewers don't always get to see like the fully fleshed out versions of who we are as people. Mm. And so that's why I enjoy doing stuff like this because, and I enjoy doing the podcast because you just get to see more of like who we actually are. And this is just, kind of, yeah, it probably is my upbringing. Like I always say, I have very good parents. They're like my North Star. I have very good friends. And like all that just kind of provides me an acts as a shield. Like I know who I am and I'm okay with who I am. Um. Okay, speaking, you brought up podcast. Have Tamara and Teddy given you any, I mean, they have like a top podcast. Did they give you any podcast advice? Did you call them and say, okay, like what's your secret? 
Um, no, I don't really talk to te interact with Teddy that much. Um, Tamara, I do. Tamara's always supportive, honestly, of like all the like business ventures and stuff that I'm doing. Like she's definitely good about like always liking and, you know, posting and she's always had like a positive supportive role in that way. Like I know if I called Tamara, she would totally give me advice or whatever, but I just think that I'm just kind of carving it out my own my own way, you know, um, and it's also not a housewife podcast. So it's like a bit different. Yeah. You um, so I don't know, but I do know that Tamara is always like supported. That's great. That's like great to hear. Cause it, you know, Teddy was like a whole thing. Were you part of that panel where they were trying to squash the beef? Did you, were you there that moment? No, oh, okay. I was not, but I heard a little bit about Teddy. I heard Teddy had a rough go of it. At <laughs> oh my God. The, like Teddy is so fascinating. Like she's like the most hated ex-housewife ever, but yet she has this like top trending <laughs> podcast. And then she came for Vicky. She made this offhanded comment that she felt like Vicky was triggered by Teddy, by her, because she actually has yes. cancer. And then Tamara, like, uh, the next day was like, Teddy and I had to have a serious conversation that wasn't right. I don't know. Teddy's like a shady, she's a shady chick. I mean, yeah, this really, is how I feel is like, it's like she, she, yeah, that was off. That was, that, off was, that, was that was in poor taste, number one, just to all around. I just don't think it was good. But also, I, it's just, her, she just, she means well, but her, her jokes just don't land. They just, you gotta be able to land the plane. And it's like right before the plane lands, there's a, there's a fuck up. It just, she can't land it. And it's, it's like, I feel for her. Cause like, you know, I'm like, land the plane, Teddy. <laughs> That's actually land good. It. No. That's like, a don't, great. Don't come down gracefully. Yeah. That's such a good observation about her. Um, I want to talk to you about Travis. You guys seem so happy. People ask you all the time. Are you like, are you getting remarried? Are you getting engaged? Is it like New oh Year's Eve God. or what? <laughs> It's like one of those things that I think it's it's like the fairy tale versus reality, right? In the fairy tale version of our love, we're married already. We had a beautiful princess wedding. We live in our mansion and we ride into the sunset, you know, but reality dictates we each have three kids. We both went through train wreck divorces. We're trying to build our life up. And right now, like the priority is just not a ring and a party, you know, it's, we want a bigger home and we want to like go on vacation and take a break every once in a while. And like, also, yes. Do I want to celebrate our love in some capacity? Absolutely. I think it's a great message for our children to show that we're like really united and bonded, but like we live as a family. And other than that, like, I don't know, it's just like legal stuff. And in my experience, it's all just like expensive and not really that necessary. So I get it. Like part of me wants that, but it's just not really on our, in our radar right now. It's just not a priority. What does Travis think of the show? Because there's always a lot made of the men, the boyfriends, the husbands. You know, some of them are called, you know, fame whores themselves. And yeah. I mean, notorious. Some some of them aren't and notoriously Vicky Steve and I mean like what is tra what's Travis's whole take on it is he like look babe I'll do whatever to support you or does he like enjoy the yeah. spotlight <laughs> not enjoy <laughs> any of it like he 
he does not like if this was gone tomorrow or never existed he would be perfectly happy but he also isn't like a complainer like he understands like this is what i need to um to have my job and get through it like he you know what the thing is he knew and this is where i get frustrated with guys like john who at the beginning they think it's like shiny and they're like they love and they're attracted and i feel it's part of the reason why he started dating shannon you know and then it's like they get burnt by it and all of a sudden they're like oh no now i'm out now it doesn't suit me anymore now i don't want to help you and support you like look this is a part of our life and a part just a big part of our life this is how we provide for our children our family whatever if you want to date me this is a part of it right and so travis is like was aware of that and made a decision to be supportive of that because he knew it came with me and he's never wavered off of it so he shows up when they need him to show up if he can't because he has to work or whatever he has to prioritize those things and i prioritize those things as well you know we prioritize each other's stuff and he, we get through it he he who he is on camera too is really who he is off camera so it's really sweet to see for me to see that he's been represented for who he really is you know it would be nice if he got a paycheck but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the house husbands need to be paid. Um, they really do. What's been the hardest part about becoming a realtor? I think that's that's so great. You're like building this career outside of it. But I worked for a realtor years ago uh, who staged homes. It was so much fucking work. I mean, like, oh, what's been the hardest part? Or do you just love it? Are you like, this is like my other career? Um, I do enjoy it a lot. And that's cool for me because I do feel like I have ownership of something that I have full ownership of, right? And like, it's fully mine. I can drive it. I could scale it up. I can pare it down if I need to. Um, the hardest part is getting business just like it is for anybody else. Like, honestly, people think, oh, well, you have this platform. So poof, now everybody's going to want you to list their house. And like, you have to earn people's business, right? It's just the way it is. Like, this is somebody's most valuable asset that they're entrusting you with. It's a big deal. You know, I have to market myself, you know, and, and, and so that is definitely the, still the hardest part, just like it is for anybody else. Um, and, you know, I actually have actively right now, fun fact, and I will market this here because Please, why not? Promote it. I have a big listing and it's for a La Quinta house. It happens to be a former housewife's house, Elizabeth Vargas, which oh, is yes. awesome. Where it pays off to be a nice person, right? Because Elizabeth was on the show. Yes, baby. There it is. <laughs> Holler at your girl. Yes. But it's a, an incredible property. And Elizabeth, you know, she had one season on the show. Gorgeous. But she's kind hearted. I mean, that looks like a restoration hardware ad. Oh, my God. I mean, this I house is phenomenal. The home, by the way, I staged the home. Oh, you're because, really good. You know, we, we, she's not out there and she wanted me to do it and she wanted me to be hands on. And I said, OK, I could do that for you. So I have been working really, really hard on this. Wow. And it's super far away, but it's stunning. This home is stunning. Oh, my God. Yes. It's ridiculous. It's so yeah. amazing. Wow. So it's a ton of work, but like I've never been afraid to work and I've worked my whole life. So it feels good to like get out there and get after it. And I like doing it with Trav. That's been interesting. You know, What's it's it like it's working with your man. I know. Yeah, it's girl. Not the easiest. <laughs> not the easiest thing to do. 
It's not. It's really not. <laughs> do you guys like? Are you guys? Um, do you get along well as business partners, or like, what's the th- like? Because sometimes it works really well. Sometimes when you're married, like you're really good at no, or not that you guys are married yet, but you know, you're in this. You know each other well. Yeah. Sometimes you guys are good at like knowing like he's good at that. I'm good at this. We stay in our lanes. Like, is that what it is? Or do you guys, is it a struggle? Yeah, it is what it is, but it's definitely still like a struggle just like anything else because this is, you know, we're both, well, first of all, we're both, we both have like seven jobs, right? So it's like, we're both hustling. We have six Mm. kids. Like it's a lot. And then you have to yeah, you, it's cool to like be like, okay, this is your lane, this is my lane. But you have to, in any new venture, especially if you're coming into a partnership, identify clearly what those actual lanes are. And when you start a job, you don't know all the things that are, that are going to come at you. So sometimes there are things that come that I'm like, this seems like it should be your lane. But then he's thinking maybe it should be my lane. And then we have to work that stuff out. And, you know it's easy to be like the bitchy girlfriend, but like when you're talking about a business venture, you have to like maintain a level of professionalism and that has been an adjustment, but we, but it's, I think it's also really good for us because we've worked through stuff that I've never even thought we would work through. So like, it's been, it's been cool. It's been, it's definitely been an interesting and I, I think it's fun. And like, also Travis is just very smart. So like, it's, mm. it, I feel very well supported by that. It makes me feel more confident because I want like my clients to really feel like they're safe with us and they are. So that's nice. Yeah. That's a great, I love when you have a business partner, you learn from too, like a partner in yeah. life and then a business partner. I have two last questions for you. Um, were you do you think it was a good move for your friend? I'm I'm an Emily fan myself. Um do you think it was a it, it was a good move or not that Emily did was transparent and said that she uses Ozempic, which is like you got you housewives, like every like I heard that all weekend too. People, all weekend at BravoCon, people were like, oh my God, these women are so skinny. They're so skinny. And Erica Jane, everybody Erica was everyone I was like looking the for that one now. I was like, what the fuck, ladies? Like I'm the I'm the fat one. I swear to God. I was like, what? This is insane. Like they really are gone, right? But God, yes, I, I God, think they're... it was good for Emily. I was okay. actually like, because I, I knew, you know, because she's my best friend. She's literally one of my best friends. So yeah. Like I knew when I saw that that she said she didn't. Like I was like surprised and a little disappointed because I was like, that's not like her. She usually is very, but I also get it. It's like a freaking witch hunt now, you know? Yes. So when, but then I was like, wow, like for me, I was like, that's my girl. That's why I love Emily because she did say no. And, but then, and then it may arguably make it worse for her, you know, that then she's like, okay, you know what guys, I'm actually going to not go with that. I'm just going to tell you the truth. And that's not an easy thing to do, you know, but she put, her personal integrity, in my opinion, before her, you know, desire to cover something up. And like, I think that's very respectable. I also think it delivered a strong message to people out there. Like, look, she, Emily literally does work out all the time. I've watched her for six plus years now, work so hard to get something that so many women are just blessed with, you know? And she's a certain age. 
and it's getting harder and harder. And she found herself going backwards, going backwards, even though she was working harder and harder and it's BS, you know? And then she found something that she took for a short period of time. She's not on it now, you know, and it kickstarted that. And then you see her, she's still making very good choices. She still worked out every day and it got her to where she needs to be and wants to be. And she feels better than she's ever felt before. Like, why is that not allowed? Yeah. A lot of people agree with you. I mean, I think a lot of people, and and I appreciate that she was honest about it, you know? Yeah. I, there's For always- me, that's what it's about, the transparency, because I do think that you don't want to deliver a false narrative to yeah. especially young girls at home that think that you could just like, work out, do this one little exercise and then, you know, dance at the club. And then you look like this. Like, I think that's negligent. I think that we have to be transparent because otherwise girls are going to be killing themselves, trying to get to a place that right. they can't because these women did it with assistance. Yes. So I think as long as you say this came with assistance and you're transparent about it, whatever. Like everybody's been since the beginning of time trying to do stuff to be skinny, you know? And I'm not, you know, I share too. Like I cool sculpt, like <laughs> I would put on a full cool sculpt suit if they offered it. <laughs> I'm not joking. I love that. Um, I don't want to work out. My last question to you is there's been so much made of reality reckoning. I mean, do you think being a reality star for six years now, I mean, do you think there's a need for a reality union? Um, I think that there is, there are issues and problems that are pretty obvious that should be looked at and addressed and fixed. You know, I don't, I don't under, I don't think it needs to be, Wait, and do you mean like, like, are you talking like alcohol, mental health? Like, what do you think the things are? Or like you think, or more like your image, like that you guys should be paid if the show is going to re-air in some form in Australia. I mean, yeah, that makes, like, I mean, that makes sense to me, you know, like residuals, that makes sense to me. Um, I think that for me, and it's, you know, what's interesting to me, I guess there was something that happened or there was somebody that was linked to that Vanity Fair magazine for like I guess yes. they gave, and then and then I heard that someone thought that it might I was one of the people that I didn't even read that article but I heard that it was somebody thought that it was like me involved because I'm not super vocal I'm just honest about things but I'm not like gonna give I'm not like a part of this like mafia trying to get everybody you know but I'm honest about the way that I feel for me it seems pretty obvious that um like my kids like all the kids are a part of the Act, Screen Actors Guild, right? They're protected. They have like funds set up so that when they have camera time or they're working, the money goes into an account that then the parents can't steal from the children because it's disturbing, but that was a problem, right? Yes. So to me, that seems obvious that like when my kids are a part of this or anybody's kids are a part of this, the same thing should happen. Like, I think my kids should be protected. I think they should be protected in instances. A lot of the times it's sad, but like from their own parents, you know what I mean? They're minors and somebody needs to look at. So for me, like something like that is such a simple, every time my kids film, let's get them their accounts. Let's get them a part of that. And let's get them paid directly. When my kids film, I put money in because I think it's fair to them. I put money, they're helping me, you know, as part of this and it's work. And they have to get a clearance from school and whatever to be able to be a part of this. So 
I put money in an account for them every time they film. Not a lot, because I, you know, I want daddy yeah. war books, but I just think that's fair, you know? And to me, it makes logical sense. So things like that, that I think we, for me personally, I feel like let's just start with the things that I truly believe everybody can just agree on would be the good path versus let's like attack this network and da, da, da. it's like you don't even know maybe they'll be reasonable about certain things right like support them in like a normal manner you know so i don't know i definitely think just like with everything else there's always room for improvement um and this is something that maybe has been overlooked for a while maybe it's time to start improving upon but i don't think we have to go and like i can tell you from personal experience like i've always felt very safe with my production company, this network, I don't feel, you know, taken advantage of, but I think there are things that could be improved upon. Yeah. And that's so interesting. I hadn't heard you associated with that Vanity Fair article. Did they read Me neither. Yeah. So somebody said, maybe I'm just spreading this gossip now that's not even true. I only heard it from what? <laughs> well, I well then I was curious. I mean, did they reach out? To, did they reach out to you and, and go, oh hey, do you have a story to tell? Or no, no. not that I even know. No. Unless I never pick up my phone, so like me, but I don't think so. You know, I have, I have no idea. It's not like I, I got a text where I'm like, hi, it's Vanity Fair. No, nothing. So I don't know. Hey. But I think it was just maybe like also my vocalization about like the Andy stuff. But that was just like a personal thing, you know. Well, I mean, okay, but that brings Bethany into it. I mean, Bethany. Came Came out and defended you and was like, oh, this is yeah. what I'm talking about. I mean, did Bethany then reach well, out to you? Yeah, I mean, I in my interpretation of that is that Bethany used that to firm up her beliefs and what she was trying to get accomplished, you know, and not so much she even because like when she was defending me, it's like she's admitting she doesn't even know anything about me or who I am. Right. So for me, it's more like. But could you do a little research? Can you at least know who I am before you? You know, so to me, that was more. And and look, that's not everybody does what they do. So but to me, that read more like her trying to support her narrative that she was trying to drive. And I don't know enough about her particular narrative to even speak to it, you know, for it, against it. I don't really try to dip into those kind of discussions and um you know I don't know enough about it to really go in on it or not yeah no but it was cool you know yeah fair enough I oh, mean oh, <laughs> thanks, yeah. for the, thanks for the mention yeah <laughs> like, yeah send me some some spanks or some whatever send me some skinny girl spanks yes <laughs> Oh my God, Gina, thank you so much for being on this show. I mean, congratulations to all your success and upcoming thank seasons. And I loved you and Emily. I know they asked you because obviously when Vicky got crowned the housewife of the year, you know, the the legacy award there, you know, they brought back um, Gretchen and Slade was around and Joe. And I mean, it'd be interesting if we saw one of those women back. I mean, that would be, and I think you and Emily had said like, yeah, bring them back. You'd love to see. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. Like, Honestly, personally, when that thing happened to you, like, I think it's kind of cool. Like, I feel kind of proud to be on the, this franchise, you know, it is yeah. like the flagship franchise. And so like, I'm, I, I, I felt a, a sense of like 
pride, which is maybe weird, but that's how I felt when like they were doing all that. I was like, this is really cool to be like a part of this and this original franchise and everything. They brought these ladies out. They're so sweet too, you know, like all, all those ladies from the past. So I, I mean, I think it would be fine. I don't think Tamara would like that, but I think that it would be fine. Tamara would be furious, but that would be. But it would be good TV. Oh my God. Yeah. It would be so Although, good. I don't know. I don't think Tamara has anything with Joe. And to me, mm. I don't know. I find Joe interesting. And I think Joe must be like my age. So I, I feel like that's probably would be cool. Like I, I watched the first season way back when, and I, you know, I understand Joe was like a kid in this situation and it was just weird to very entertaining. So I, I, I kind of would like to get to know her. I and even the fact that Slade and Gretchen have stayed together all these years and like I mean who would have thought that would have worked you know I mean I'm always like Slade and Gretchen are still together they're like a real thing I mean this they really are yeah Yeah. and I wonder how Joe feels about that like I didn't even really think about that well I feel like I've seen her in interviews I feel like she's like completely over it I mean I don't think they're friendly but I think she's like seen them and like out and about and it's fine. I think she's totally moved on. I actually think Joe remarried. I feel like she did. Oh, really? I think okay. so. I thought she did or she's got someone serious. So oh, well, I, I would like love, to see all that. I would love so. to see all that too. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Gina, we love you. Thank you so much. Okay. Where can people listen? I mean, I'm in Los Angeles. I, maybe you can sell me my yeah. LA home here. Um, where can people like find you and Travis if they have a real estate question, if they want to list their house? Obviously, you're on social media. You have an Orange County podcast, but where? Yeah. Um, so yeah, all my handles are at Gina Kirschenheider, which is not the easiest name, but it will pop up to type it. And then I do have link outs to all my stuff, my real estate on there. And you can, um, you could find me, but we're GT at the Archuleta team.com. If you guys, you know, have real estate questions or you're looking to list your home we are here for you um and i'm on tiktok i'm on a lot of this stuff but yeah just at gina kershenheider and orange country you can watch everywhere that you can get podcasts orange country thank you orange country i always want to say oc yeah all right gina we love you thank you so much for being on thank you sarah this was so fun all right 